Welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Oh my goodness, guys. One full day on the ship. Woo! You did it! What and a we're day. already gaining fights. You're already pirates now. One day on a ship? Yeah. Yeah. Getting jumped is how they show they like us. Yeah, it's a the, hazing. A Whenever I welcome. get shanghaied onto a ship, I always walk up to the biggest guy and punch him right in the face to show him who's boss. Except this time I'm getting jumped in my bunk. <laughs> <laughs> we'll show him who's boss when I recover from this. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have made friends and influenced people already, I think. Mm-hmm. You've done a pretty good job of talking to those around you and at least attempting to start some some beginnings of friendship. A little fact-finding. But there's a lot of people on this boat. You've met like a third of them, maybe. And in situations where everybody's new, one of the big ice-breaking activities is often sharing a fun fact with your companions. So they can get to know you better. I'm wondering if you guys have fun facts about your characters. The fun facts are a little misnomer. They don't all have to be fun. <laughs> Sometimes fun facts are very sad. What's <laughs> <laughs> a sad fact, Grady? I don't know. I'm just saying, in case I don't want anyone to feel limited by the the humor of the fact. Yes, what is an interesting fact? Kaya has an interesting I think this is kind of a fun fact. Being a Tengu, they are known to, at least some of them, are known to be jinx eaters. So she can eat bad luck. Right now, uh, maybe she just thinks she has uh, better luck than other people. But eventually, there, uh, there is a way you can make that a mechanical possibility. So Kaya's going to eat the bad luck off the ship. Yes. So all instead of, of the fish stew that uh, Wit and Fish Guts prepare. <laughs> yeah, I don't know which one would taste better. Yeah, you'll have to describe it when you get there. What bad <laughs> luck tastes like? All right, I'll I'll work on that now. Well, I think Calypso has a little more difficulty here. Um, I can think of one. I have, fact. I have a fun fact. Um, <laughs> she looking for her ship? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm less than one year old. <laughs> That, no, that's a that's a good one. I have two hundred and eight bones. <laughs> you Don't have let the, the weather bones fool you. Do you I have, have two hundred and eight. I have extras. Oh, from where? What, what, how, no, that's a, that's a skeleton oh. thing. What, huh? think, <laughs> are you saying like genetically you have them, or you ha- you've stockpiled extra bones? I've in case? got two hundred and eight bones. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. You need to know. <laughs> how many does the human have? Two hundred six. Oh, okay. Two extra bones. Yep. Mm. But where? That's for me to know. (laughs) And everyone else to see. And I can play at least four sea shanties with my ribs alone. And that's my, those are my fun facts. That is fun. Those are Mm -hmm. fun. Mm -hmm. I don't like the extra bone (laughs) fact. No, that seems like some Haley thing she's going to pull on you. Yeah, I really don't like that. Like, I don't, I'm waiting for the other shoe to fall. Well, while we're on the topic of extra bones, um, that actually transitions well into my fact. Please which... don't talk about Atlas Bone. <laughs> <laughs> Male snakes are equipped with two penises known as hemipenes. <laughs> 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 either to make. Damn it. Depending on the species, the organs may be covered with recurved spines, cups, bumps, or folds uh, to ensure that the male stays attached to the female until the sperm is released. Um, so that's question, one of them. Question. Because you're a reflection, uh, if you're. If, if, that uh, means four penises. <laughs> 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 well, I had thought you were reproduced uh, as the reflection. So if the real cold blooded Corsair wasn't naked in the mirror, do you even have. Oh. oh. Well, I guess we'll have to get him naked and find out what's underneath. <laughs> if a dick falls flaccid in the forest, does anyone even notice it's there? Yeah, if, if a dick question. isn't reproduced in a mirror, is it, is it even really there? <laughs> huh. We'll find out. Um, I would say my actual fun fact, though, would just be... penisless. Yeah, sure, that one. Okay. Um, would be probably just, like, tip to tail. That, like, he's a medium creature, right? So he's, like, about six feet tall. We kind of mentioned this on the show, but if you measured him from, like, the tail... The tip of his like snake tail to the top of his head, it's probably like 14, 15 feet. 
Oh, see, I, I thought we were going to talk fun. about a cloaca mistake that he said. Oh, <laughs> oh my. Ooh, I like that. Snakes have cloacas, right? Yes, they do. That's a big part of their whole thing. Snakes and birds. Reptiles and birds, cloacas. I oh, wasn't going to mention havers. anything, but yeah, that's right. Hell yeah, Emily. Team cloaca. Let's go. <laughs> I- Odd that we have several with cloacas, but only one was hatched from an egg. You're a test tube baby, kind of. Yeah. Well, when, yeah. well, no, no, no. There's a specific hatched. type of reflection that is a specifically test tube baby. Okay, you're not. You're not. That. Is is the test tube the egg? Oh, it does have walls, and you could break what out of first, it first. The test tube or the egg? <laughs> You'd be between twelve and eighteen feet long. Anyways, just okay. doing the math. Hey, that's perfect. Yeah, he's right on the, right on the money. Yeah, I just I, eighteen feet's very long. <laughs> well, so let's round it up to eighteen. <laughs> You've uh, a lot. you've done your snake people research. You, you've done a lot. You must have looked at a lot of. Uh, this is a fact that I just learned today. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> I learned this fact specifically for the fun fact section. I knew was happening. <laughs> Wit's fun fact uh, would be that they have toxic skin. That's kind of important, and um, that's a scary fact. Could I feel like that's the Could same as which is going, and I've killed a man. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they they do not cannot claim that. Cannot claim that, but yeah. Being that they are from the mangroves of the sodden lands, they have the nocturnal and jungle strider abilities. So Oh, uh, yes, the ability little, you were trying to parlay pe- to all wood. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. It, it says, I mean, unless we have a metal battleship, um, I think it applies. I think the attempt is commendable. I just want to go out there and say it right now. <laughs> very bold. Very. I think the assertion is, is impressive. Grady's fun fact. So Grady's old. Which gives me a lot of that's fun. Lo- no, Grady's <laughs> fun fact is he's old. I, it's, I'm, it's a preamble to the fun fact, Steve. Goddamn guy. All right, go ahead. What's your fun fact? It better be more fun than being old. It is. It's a lot of fun because he is old. He, I have a lot of room to like play with his life experiences. Oh sure. Oh, I thought you were gonna say his balls had lower than the average man. No, that everyone knows that. If you look at Grady, you can tell that. You can tell. It's, it's yeah. because oh, no. he's old. It's because, he's an old salt. So yeah. have fun fact with Grady share. Because okay, so from his past lifetime. I have in his backstory that he survived a gladiatorial game, a gladiatorial game, mm-hmm. not just any gladiatorial game, a naval gladiatorial game. There was this, <laughs> I was doing research on the shackles and there was this town called Miscurial that hosts naval gladiatorial games in like this lake in the town between captives or poor debtors and unique beasts. You know, it's like the uh, in the Colosseum when like Romans. Oh, that's would... so cool! Like when they flooded the Colosseum. Yeah, that's when they, awesome. they flooded the Colosseum. Interesting, like, but also had like Pathfinder monsters to throw in there. That's terrifying. Yeah, that yeah that that adds a wrinkle. Yeah, I you usually couldn't have the lion in the aquatic combat. No, <laughs> it opens up a whole new uh, d- design space to play with in terms of like the game designer. Do you have a creature in mind that Grady survived? You know what? I think not yet. Not yet. Okay. But we will. I will. Be part of his esoteric lore. Yeah. <laughs> Come up against the giant octopus. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> that was a big part of it. It's like, how would he have so much knowledge about so many creatures? Like, oh, maybe he's fought a few in these these games he got drunk in and got thrown into. Huh. I I genuinely thought that you were just pulling this uh, out of thin air originally, and you were going to say Battleship. <laughs> yeah, he played Battleship back in the day. <laughs> no, he did have the gladiatorial thing in his backstory. He just didn't have, I, I didn't get the full spectrum of it. I didn't realize it was like the naval gladiatorial stuff, which is very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is. Well, you know what else is very cool? Hero points. Oh, yeah, yeah those yeah. are real cool. Mm-hmm. I like those. Neat. I think this one's going to our pal, Grady. Uh, yeah, I found out information last time. You did, and I think you're getting it specifically because you turned the first NPC helpful 
Yeah. Nice. Now, I mean, we're rotating through all of you getting one each round, but for this one, that's why. <laughs> it's appropriate. Yeah. That's very cool. Uh, that's very early to be able to do that. So you guys did a really good job. Uh, just peek behind the screen. Okay. But when last we left our heroes, they witnessed a keel hauling, bloody hour, their first bloody hour of their first day at sea. And they had an evening of carousing and sneaking around and playing songs and talking to their crewmates and forging connections. However, upon waking the next morning, they were ambushed by four crew members who they had not met. And I think that's where we'll enter today. So, the four of you kind of... I imagine you're getting ready for the morning's activities, not wanting to be late for your shift. And four of your crewmates kind of wait for a lot of the rest of the standard crew to leave the mid-deck. Then they block the stairs. A burly man with a bald head steps forward towards Kaya and kind of gives her a shove. And you can hear, coming from upstairs, the ringing of Master Scourge's bell, signaling that everyone is to be above deck for work. This pirate sneers at you, Kaya. Wouldn't want to be late for work, would you? The other three behind him stare at the rest of your group menacingly, and I need you guys to roll for initiative. Oh my god! Oh, oh no. It should go to work. Oh no, indeed. Alright, well, I got a nat one for a six. Ooh, I got a nat two. <laughs> Guess who? Else? I got a nat two as well. <laughs> <laughs> 15 for Grady. Kaya is. On top of it, after getting shoved, she got a 22. At the start of this combat, there is a red-haired buxom woman blocking the main staircase. She's actually standing in front of the stairs that lead up to the cargo hold. And she sneers at the group of you. She's the first to act. And she's going to go ahead and cast a spell. Hmm. I need Kaya and Wit to make me reflex saves as a zap of electricity leaves her hands and travels between the two of you. Uh oh, that's a seven. Oh, much more awake. Wit, uh. Okay. Totaled to 26. 26 is exactly a critical success, so Wit will take no damage. However, nice. with a seven, Kaya. You're taking full damage. Ooh. Which is six points of electricity as you're zapped. Then she is going to attempt to intimidate Kaya, seeing that Kaya flinched at her electricity. Does a 20 beat your will DC? Yes, it does. Okay, you're frightened one. Ugh. As she kind of yells at you, you're going to regret coming on this ship. Do they know we didn't have a choice? <laughs> I don't know. You're going to regret being press gang. <laughs> uh, they didn't press gang you. So. We already are. Yeah, joke's we already on you. Regret. I don't want to be here. Don't want to be here. Don't want to go to work. <laughs> Next to the order is Kaya. It's your turn to react here. Kaya's feathers are all ruffled and standing on end. She was a little bit off balance from getting shoved and then electrocuted. She calls back to the woman. We didn't want to be here anyway. And you know what? I would rather not go to work, but I don't think that's an option. And she is going to... She wants this guy out of her face. 
she's going to shove him right back. Okay, that's going to be an athletics check. She is frightened, but even with the frightened, that's a 17. Oh, if you weren't frightened, you think you would have been able to shove him, but he stands resolute. Oh, we don't have any of our gear right now. Well, you think you can push me, bird brain? I can sure try. And she's going to take a... You know, if pushing didn't work, she's going to try to hit him. She'll have a balled-up talon fist with an unarmed attack. Okay. Probably not going to hit either with a seven. It doesn't. You won't have to try harder than that. Oh, she doesn't have a shield to raise. If attacking is not working, she is going to look past the man in front of her to the woman that cast the spell with a glint in her eye and uh, leans over to show off her beak, trying to intimidate. Why don't you just head on upstairs? You wouldn't want to find out how sharp this beak is. Oh, her beak maybe catches the light as she's saying that with a natural 20 for a 23. Ooh, that sure does it. She is frightened too. Oh, wow. Yes. Nice. Next in the order is the man that is in front of you, Kaya. And Kaya's frightened ticks. Yeah, Kaya's frightened ticks off. yes, thank you. You think you're so tough intimidating the little lady in the back, eh? He swings at you but misses entirely. He'll swing one more time, uh, critically missing you and kind of stumbling. We're having a hard time hitting each other. Must be the rocking of the ship. Yeah, we have an excuse. We haven't fully gotten our sea legs yet, eh? (laughs) No excuse. Then you see this evil energy on his hand as he touches you, and I need you to make me a fortitude save. Oh, I don't like the sound of that. That's a 16. Okay. You're going to take half of this, so two points of void damage. Ooh. Next in the order is a dark-skinned woman in the back of the room. She's been rather quiet Coming to our aid, clearly. She moves to the other sides of the stairs and casts a spell at Grady. 16. That is a meets beats. That's hit hits exactly. Okay. Oof. Oh, boy. Terrible damage. Uh, one point of damage. Wow. As uh, <laughs> a creature adjustment has not gone my way on this hydraulic push. It's a 3d6 minus four, folks. So she uh, conjures water out of the air, and it just kind of pitifully splashes on your chest, Grady, waking you up. Uh, <laughs> <with> a, <laughs> it's like a shower. Yeah, with a, with a, you know, it's like she's dumping a bucket of water on your head. Grady, it is your turn. There's no need for that. I'm already sauced up as it is. He's, he looks like he's been hitting the flask early already in the morning. So, question. <laughs> Usually a thaumaturge has to have the little esoterica stuff on them to like exploit vulnerability. Is there anything in the room that I think could potentially even be used to exploit anything? Otherwise, I'm not going to like roll the check to like know things about people. I think there are um, plenty of bits and bobs down okay. here that you could utilize. Okay. Well, I I'm interested in a lot of reasons with the uh, redhead character that's frightened too in the back. So I'd like to do an, uh, an esoteric lore check on them. Sure. Can you see them? Uh, I think so. I didn't know yeah, if you, you could see to. through the stairs. Yeah, you can see. Okay. Okay, that looks like it's just a failure on the uh, esoteric lore there. But that still is a person, some sort of personal antithesis that I find. Okay. So Grady is... Is this, di- is this diagonal legal here? Um, that's like where the top of the stairs are. So I think you could kind of go under the stairs there. Okay. You know, the stairs aren't, they're kind of, it's not a solid surface yeah, underneath. Yeah. It's like 
you know. There's a couple of beams. Beams, like yeah, exactly. Sure. Okay. Greedy's just going to completely ignore this uh, this water caster person that doesn't seem to be effective. Go around them entirely. <laughs> and really beeline for the frightened two person in the back. That's 25 feet there. And then I will, I guess, I, I, just, I don't know, I find some like broken glass or muck or something on the... <laughs> On the floor, it's like everyone. Well, hates. you have a personal antithesis, right? Yeah. Uh, you think you're definitely gonna aim for her makeup? You think that would uh, oh. damage her mentally if you smudged her makeup? Yes. Spent a lot of time on this in the morning. Shame for it to go to waste. <laughs> He's going to try it's to a just... drunk old man. Stumbling <laughs> up. Yeah, you might, you might, you might actually like pour your flask on your fist oh. and get some like, rally, like hard alcohol on it. He will do that and uh, try to cold cock her in the face. I saw she has a beauty mark. It's got to be fake, right? Knock that oh, shit off. Knock it off. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to find out, I hope. <laughs> uh, three on the die is going to be a miss. We are not going to find out. <laughs> oh, yeah, she, right now. She, she gets extra defensive here. She dodges out of the way. <laughs> uh, once, once you pour the, the equivalent of makeup remover on your fist. <laughs> That's his turn. It is this half orcs turn and they step up to wit and are going to strike out at them with a two on the die that's not going to do <laughs> so one more strike coming and a 13 total also misses it's now wit's turn they're they're pretty jarred by this wit's going to say now nah, i'm not sure if you've ever seen a, a gripply with with my skin tone, but it, it's poisonous if you haven't ever seen it before. And that goes for my blue-tailed friend over there as well. <laughs> Indeed, my friend. <laughs> bluff check, bluff check. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you could bluff there. I'll roll it, even though my check is awful. But that's what they would do. This guy's do. not particularly willful. <laughs> <laughs> no! Oh, no! No, I uh, hero point that. I have to wait, hero point wait. that. No, wait. Do you that really want not, to? That's not worth that. That's not worth You gotta forge them. I don't know. If it if it also could apply to Atlas. But it wouldn't be. I don't know if it's worth uh, it. No. All right. You guys talked me out of it. So, a one on the die. I feel like I'm the dealer, no deal broker over here. <laughs> Yeah, no deal, no deal. <laughs> so they're just going to do an unarmed attack against this character. We don't even know their names. Yep, this half work. Oh, awful. With a six on the die, it's not going to do it. With their last action, can Wit do a check on the black... I don't know what that the black fist that came from the well the the attacker in front of Kaya. Sure, that would be a religion check. All right. 21. 21. That looked like a corrupting touch. Hmm. And you'd know that champions come from all backgrounds. <laughs> Some of them more nefarious than others. Champ off. Champ off. <laughs> and that's their turn. Okay. Calypso, you're up. Yes, I am. And I think if I stand in front of this orc guy, I think I can actually hit all three of them with a cone of 15 foot, correct? Okay. Yeah. Appears so, however, as you move through, the orc swings at you. Come on! It's good he's swinging on the movement, not oh. the spell. True. Very good, yes. Ooh. However, that's a nine to hit with a two on the die. I'm rolling terrible. I guess we're all kind of we rolling yeah. terrible. <laughs> that's why I didn't want to rely on rolling. I think, though, I, can, I can't position this without... Yeah, so what I'm seeing is that you can get two of them but not three. Well, no, you can get three. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. You place it right there, and that should get all of them. However. How does that get them all? Because it starts in his square. his square. Oh, but it gets greedy. All right, well, I can just get two of them then. If that's like, I don't want to get greedy. Okay. 
So I will just get the the two men, basically. Right? Yes. Alright. And so I'm going to be casting Haunting Him. And since I can only reach the uh, two guys, uh, I will need fortitude saves from both of them. And then this, you said I could do this as non-lethal, right? You can't now. Why? Uh, because it takes an action to make a spell non-lethal. I'm letting you all have the, I didn't know it was an action. the non-lethal uh, spell like metamagic feat for free. I didn't understand. But this would be a good time to talk about how we're playing non-lethal at the table. Yes, so we're playing it closer to 1E because I think 2E non-lethal is a little bit sketchy. So non-lethal will be tracked separate, and when they hit, when their HP hits their non-lethal, they'll go unconscious like they did in 1E. So presumably your damage isn't going to take any of them down, so you're you're fine to do it because you're not... I don't think you're in the risk of killing either of them. Uh, yeah, probably not. I guess I just wasn't trying to do any sort of lethal damage because I was—I didn't want to take any risks. But I'm actually okay doing lethal. I—I I don't want. You either have to do lethal damage or not use the spell. I am aware. I'm trying. I'm yeah. just trying to make I, sure I that think, I get this. I think what Chris I don't is saying understand. is they likely have more hit points than you're gonna deal. Yeah. And okay. so you're probably not going to kill them with one spell. Yeah. However, if one of them crit fails, maybe you do kill them. The okay. idea is that, like, if you take them down with lethal damage and then someone follows up with any amount of non-lethal to eventually take them down, then we're fine. Because they'll, they'll fall unconscious first. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got confused because I don't really understand the difference between the 1E and 2E rules. So, so the 1E rule, the 2E rules is basically the last hit has to be non-lethal or else you kill them. Okay. The one he rules is a hit. Any hit, any non-lethal hit, is tracked separately than their lethal damage, and so anytime their hit points equals their non-lethal damage that they've taken, they fall unconscious. So it's like two different tracks. Gotcha. Okay. So, so for instance, if you dealt one point of non-lethal, you could take them all the way down to one hit point left, and they would fall unconscious still, even with lethal damage. Okay. Then I can keep what I was planning to do. Okay. And so if I can only hit those two guys and it's going to be lethal, I will need a save, a fortitude save. Okay, it looks like the half-orc succeeds and the uh, bald man fails. Okay. Nice. So then damage should be four of sonic damage um, for the one that failed and two for the one that succeeded. Okay. Atlas, you're up. All right, so Atlas kind of curls up out of his bunk, um, all 12 to 18 feet of him, uh, (laughs) coiling straight up, ready to go. First, he's going to take an action to use that metamagic uh, non-lethal spell feat that you said that we're allowed to use here. I must be very precise here so as not to get a kill hauling later. And then... I definitely want to use Telekinetic Rend to spread this damage out as much as I can. Uh, the interesting thing about using this non-lethal metamagic feat is you cannot combine amps on your cantrips with metamagic feats. So I can't really bump up my oh. damage as much as I'd like to. So I think your your house ruling here, Griff, does kind of play well from a balance standpoint here. For me, at least. I mean, it's unfortunate for me, but I, I think it, it works out. Anyway... <laughs> He would like to target the Frightened 2 caster lady for sure, and I wish they were bunched together because I have two five-foot bursts here. You could likely place a five-foot burst between the bald man and the... I thought burst had to be in the corner. It'll let you place it, and you can... I think it'll it'll basically do a 10 by 10. So yeah, I, I guess it wouldn't get him. Right, so I will target her, and then whichever one of the two marshals that took a little bit more damage, um, I, I forgot which one the bald. did. The bald, bald man. Guy. So I'll target both of them with telekinetic rend. I'll throw that out right now. So this will be non-lethal. We'll call it bludgeoning. As reality starts to tornado around them, and chunks of ethereal matter start battering against them. It's like I got two successes. Oh, that sucks. All right. Let's 
roll some damage here. No, no one's going anywhere. One on time d6. Alright, well that's four rounded down to two non-lethal. Alright. Back at the top of the round, it is the red-haired woman who is going to attempt to intimidate Wit. Probably won't do it with this frightened two. Oh, oh the natural twenty oh, definitely no. will. Uh, so Wit is now frightened two. And then she casts a spell called Grease. Gress. And so I need each of you to make a reflex save. And you know the swabs are just going to have to mop this up later in the day. Kai is just shaking her head already. That's a 19. (laughs) (laughs) Kaya succeeds and remains standing. Wit takes it straight to the face. But... What'd you get? Ooh, a four on the die for a nine total. Oh, yeah. Yep, so Wit falls prone. Oh, but Wit looks sexy as fuck. Are they glistening now with that. the grease? I, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know we could just say... All Brooks over there sounded like up. me playing my characters. <laughs> He's greased up, ready to fuck. As he falls, you see the sheen on his poison abs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they uh, they fall to the ground, nip-slipping the crowd. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, sheen on their poison abs. Like, that with the pronoun. Next in the order is Kaya... Kaya crosses her arms across her chest and tilts her head to stare at the bald man in front of her, and she casts Lay on Hands on herself. Okay. Feeling a little bit better, she digs her talons into the floorboards to get a good grip before she pulls her arm back and attempts another strike with her closed talon fist. What's got you in such a bad mood this morning? And that is a 23. Okay. That hits. Finally. And this uh, this is non-lethal damage. Is that our first martial strike that we struck? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> it really is. Yay. <laughs> Spells are really carrying this combat. That's seven points of damage. As a reaction, he stares you in the eyes, Kaya and says, kneel. Gonna make her kneel in the grate? Oh. This is called Iron Command. Oh, yeah. You can choose one thing or the other. Either drop prone as a free action or take 2d6 mental damage. (laughs) 2d6? Evil Champ's got those greedy reactions. Greedy to do all that. Oh, I really don't want to take more damage. Go prone. Kaya's going to kneel down in the grease. Okay. Go ahead and pop that prone on yourself. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Kaya is just making friends left and right. Girl Sophie's choice right there. (laughs) Yeah. Girl Kaya's (laughs) choice. What are you going to do with that uh, final action? Uh, uh, She will... Look at the person who's slinging some water around, and she will also try to intimidate them. Uh, she can she can see them through the stairs, right? Yep. Okay. You're fine. Again, she narrows her eyes, and I guess is looking up now from the ground. Sure. Leave us alone before we have to teach you a lesson. That's a sixteen. Not quite. You've picked a particularly willful mm, character to, okay. to attempt to do that too. She is decked out. She's wearing like expensive, like luxury clothes. It looks like she's got luxury like a robes. yeah, like a, a Versace robe on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Kai is prone on the ground, so the bald-headed man is going to take a couple swings. That is a fourteen to hit prone Kai. Oh uh, yes. Six points of damage. He will swing again. Ooh, another 14. No! I should have stood up. For two points of damage, then he's going to move 25 feet to flank Calypso. Oh, Oh, no, my bones. 
It is the luxuriant robe wearing woman's turn. Why is she even a pirate? She looks rich. <laughs> Maybe it's a result of the plunder. I shouldn't be quick to judge. I mean, yeah, when I start plundering, I'm going to be looking fresh. Let's <laughs> yeah, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, they must have just, just plundered the Versace boat. The Versace store. <laughs> she steps forward towards Grady and casts a spell. She exhales this shimmering cloud at your face, Grady, and I need you to make me a fortitude save. Okay. Ooh. Oh, natural 20, 26. Let's go. Natural 20. This puff of poison doesn't do much. I can see it persisting in the air around me. Very <laughs> scary could, for low-level characters. It could have. It's Grady's turn. Okay. I've still got a personal antithesis exploit on this buxom redhead here. I'm going to try to punch her in the face again. Still. My hand dripping with, with chalice liquor. 12 to hit? 12 hits. Yes. Okay, minimum damage, six points of damage. She falls unconscious. Nice. Yes. Let's Woo. go. Okay. I think I need to start helping allies out a little bit here. He is going to move to flank the this, this orcish fighter with Calypso. Okay. And I've got an action left. I think he'll just try to... Uh, see if there's a weakness with this character he can exploit. Because okay. it worked pretty well last time. Okay. I uh, I succeeded my check. I don't know, what do you think's a good weakness for this uh, this strong guy? He looks what? a little yellow. Oh, yes. <laughs> Haley beat yeah. me to it. Um, yeah, <laughs> this guy's eyes are the telltale yellow of someone suffering from too much drink. You think if you were to punch him in the liver, particularly <laughs> hurt. That is what he's going to do then. Not now, not this turn, of course, but uh, hopefully on the next turn, <laughs> he's going to yell out, the boy's liver is weak. <laughs> <laughs> next in the order is the weak livered orc. I think he's going to aim for Wit, who's on the ground, although he does have Calypso flanked. They'll start with Wit, who looks like the bigger melee threat. At three feet tall. You're throwing punches. Ooh. 21 to hit. That's That'll do it. Alright. That's gonna be three points of damage. Ooh. And he will swing one more time at Wit. Ooh. Ooh. It's like another hit with a 19 on the die going to a 22. Definitely. But don't take all of that damage. You're both within 15 feet of Kaya, and she calls out, Quit ganging up on my friend. And she uses <laughs> Liberating Step, so you will be resistant to three of the damage. Oh, thank you. And Does the other part of Liberating Step allow Wit to move? So it uh, allows you to make an attempt from to a escape, and if they can move, the ally can step as a free action, if, even if they didn't need to escape. I don't think that works in this circumstance, because you cannot step while prone. You can only crawl. By the crawl words, ain't no step. Yes. Yes, I, I am 100%. However, if you get a full movement speed crawl, which is something that a couple feet allow you to do, then you yeah. could certainly step while you crawl. I was going to say, I'm on board for that ruling. Oh, all right, I see what you're doing. You're, yeah, you're saying you're on wooden boards and you're going to try and... Uh, <laughs> oh, there's a thin layer of grease. Thin layer of grease. Oh, it, oh, that grease is not natural. Is it vegetable oil? It's not natural. Not That's the, petroleum grease. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think their final action is going to be against Calypso. Ooh, um, actually, before you do that... Wit is going to say, I, I wasn't lying about that poison skin. Ah, yes. Let's see Ooh. if I can make a fortitude yeah. save. Do I have to? Oh, no. Does this count? These were short sword strikes. 
Uh, he's he's hitting with his fists. So I've oh, they, they have. Pardon me. No need to. Don't leave that in. Twenty-two, I believe, is a success on that poison. So he's not poisoned. And then we'll swing at Calypso. Well, it's it's just damage, right? So it's still half damage. Probably. Let's see. Level poison damage. One d four poison. You know, I didn't read anywhere that it was. Yeah. You know, actually. Um... Half of one is one. Maximum of your <laughs> your your damage amount. Next in the order is Wit, prone on the ground, beating up a little bit. And that's because the orc guy did miss me, right? Yes, he missed you. Hmm, Grady moving there kind of changed things. So Wit is just going to stand up. And get swung at. Yep. They knew that was coming. Ow. Oof. Oh, and would the off guard be counted since he's there in the motion? The off guard is not counted. You are considered having stood. So if that changes... I think it does. I think it wouldn't be a critical then. Yes. It would just be a normal hit. Yes. Let's go. The magic of legs. Oh, and <laughs> Those springy frog Wait, legs. Have you, have you been ticking your um, frightened every round? It hasn't gotten to my... It's... Okay. I wasn't sure, because you're frightened, too. Oh, okay. It only got... Just got into my turn, so I shouldn't have. Oops. Well, that is a hit, not a crit, for five points of damage. Ouch. These are adding up. And now that Wit is standing only at three feet tall, probably underneath these bunks, to be honest... Perfect liver height. Perfect liver <laughs> height, indeed. Liver let die. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, but, uh, but first, Wit is going to uh, hunt prey action. I was silly enough to forget that first time. You hunted prey on the jaundiced orc? Correct. Now they are going to swing at that liver. Ooh, 11 on the die. He's hunting liver. <laughs> <laughs> liver. Yes, a 16 total is a hit. Big unarmed attack strike for seven damage. Is that all? Don't you get the extra D8 of... Because you're a precision ranger and that was your first attack? Oh, I guess I, I did a... I do have him checked on, but not... But I just did an unarmed attack. Do an extra D8 of damage. I think it applies to any attack. Yeah, it would. Yes. Because you're precisely yes. hitting his liver. Yeah. And that's another six. Ooh. And that knocks him yeah! unconscious. Calypso, you're up. I think I'm going to do what bards do well. And I'm going to do try to do lingering composition and inspire courage together. Sure. Eh. Linger that comp. What's the DC? Yeah. Uh... I never remember it. It's one DC is ours. Doesn't is it matter. higher than 23? Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I think we're good. Alright, so then Inspire Courage. Everyone, get your Inspire Courage. Uh, I feel like this will be helpful because I feel like everyone is like frightened or has something on Okay. Now we have Inspire Courage for like four rounds. No, not four rounds. Three rounds. <laughs> be four rounds if I critically succeeded, but three rounds, and then I have another two actions. Has the guy in front of me been hit, though? The guy in front of you? Yeah. The bald man? Yeah. He's certainly been hit. With non-lethal? With non-lethal. So I can hit Kai. him with lethal. You could. Again, it's it's a... But if you, hit, if you kill him with lethal damage now, it will kill him. No, so again, that's the difference between 2E and 1E. Right now, he's taken like six points of non-lethal damage. The rest of the damage he's taken has been lethal. So... You put him down with lethal, but too much if might you kill do, him. Yeah. If you do, like, if you do more than his current hit points and six, then he will, you know, start dying. Uh, got it, got it, got it. That's not what I want to do. Then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try and punch him with my bony fist. How do you make a bone non-lethal? 
You get oh. two extra ones. Yeah. Give yourself a plus two circumstance bonus to damage for the extra two bones. Oh no, six. she's playing hide the extra bones. Sixteen Whoa. to hit. <laughs> six, Sixteen hits. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's all cartilage, anyways. So. Bones. Three points of bone damage. Yeah, I she's hope not a it shark. Hurts his bones. He drops. Yeah. Yay, nice. Nice job. Unconscious. It is. Atlas's turn. Okay, so to start my turn, I did cast a spell last turn. So Atlas is going to unleash his psyche as the air that's cracking around him starts to crack onto his skin to help boost damage a little bit. Now I see our final combatant here, uh, the very well-dressed lady and either I need to sling something at her or telekinetic rend around here at her. I'm assuming with the stairs in between us, even though it looks like I can see her, this is probably not going to be a straight shot, right, Griff? There's definitely got to be some cover somewhere Yeah, I mean, you got, you got your allies between you. Right. And, um, you know, you got those stairs. I'm going to say she has, um, like, regular cover here. Okay. So... Uh, plus two to her AC. Uh, she's a caster. I think the extra damage potential might be worth it. And if I miss, my friends are going to clean up this combat nice and easy. So mm, don't call, don't call us friends yet. We're just crewmates. My crewmates. <laughs> yeah, Allard, edit that out. My crewmates are going to finish this up nice and quick. These assholes. Yeah. All right. So here we go. I'm going to. Uh, snap off a piece of reality around me and sling it at her. I don't have her cover turned on, so... Okay. Just give me the roll and I'll let you know. That's a 23. 23 is a regular hit because of the cover. Okay. Did you uh, spend the action to... I didn't. I did not say that, but I definitely would have done that. Okay. It's what I was planning on doing, and I was not going to use a third action on this turn because I was planning on doing that. So... Uh, eight points of non-lethal damage. That takes out your final combatant, and you are out of combat with four unconscious crewmates around you. The bell rang upstairs 20 seconds ago. What are you doing? Grady is finding the first person, uh, unconscious one ne next to him, rifling through their pockets before quickly heading upstairs. <laughs> sure. Uh, the person next to you would be the orc. Grab what you can and then get upstairs before they notice we're missing. If my eye on these casters back here. And Atlas is going to slither on over to uh, Hydraulic Push Girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with the sexy broad. Find out if the beauty mark was real or not while you're there. <laughs> I will. Yeah. I'll see if I can pick that off. <laughs> Put it on yourself. <laughs> on, on the skull. On the skull. <laughs> That's how you uh, show dominance. Absolutely. Kaya's going to check out the other champion. Sure. Uh, so the woman with the beauty mark has explorer's clothing. That's about it. She's got a staff uh, she wasn't using in combat. And? They don't actually have all this gear. Oh, the, the beauty mark is real. Ah. Take it anyway. <laughs> you, you can try and pull it. Take it. Let's see. Looking at the bald man, he does have a javelin. <laughs> oh, javelin? A javelin. And a dagger. Look, when none of us have weapons, that feels pretty valuable. It does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Kaya will definitely take those and then hand them out <laughs> to uh, Grady and Wit, since she herself has a sharp beak. Which one do you want, Brooks? Well, a full-size javelin would be a bit ridiculous for uh, Wit to just be kind of hauling around. Uh, but, sure. but being a thrown weapon, uh, I do kind of want it. I think he means because Whip is tiny. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you can pole vault with it. <laughs> All right, I'll take the dagger. 
The orc has a short sword and a short bow. I've changed my mind. <laughs> I want. I want the short sword. <laughs> well, then wit and some arrows, twenty arrows, and the. I will take the short. Nicely robed woman has explorer's clothing, a sickle, and a wooden shield. I have a sickle and a wooden shield over here. Does anybody want these things? I would take the shield. Then, Kaya Koraka, it is all yours. Sickle? Anybody? Harvesting crops on this ship? Take it anyways, we don't want them attacking us with it later. I fear I have no such use for this. But maybe one of you who will be up in combat will? I can take it. By all means, Vit, just do what you did before and Stay between them and me, and I think we'll be okay. Much obliged. All that fighting's made me hungry. I wonder if there's grub upstairs. Wit's definitely taking a few of these punches to the face, bloody lip, spits out the blood on the ground, and walks up the stairs. Kai has lost a few feathers in that puddle of grease. She'll walk up the stairs as well. There be chorin to do. That's all I can think. There's like the amount of stuff that we're gonna have to do today, and I have a feeling we're not gonna be taking easy on like. Yeah, you're right. We're about to get in trouble. So, are you guys ready for that? We go up to deck. Unfortunately, yeah. Yep. Uh, before you go up to deck, I need Atlas and Wit to make me fortitude saves. Oh, boy. This is seasickness. Seasickness. That's oh, right. Boy. Oh, baby. Wit, critical success. You no longer have to roll. You have acclimated to oh. the open ocean. <gasps> oh, oh, a natural 20. Yeah. Atlas, critical success. <laughs> you have also acclimated <laughs> to the open ocean. Very well. <laughs> he, he slithers to the top of the stairs, looks out across <laughs> the horizon, breathes in the deep sea air, and says, I am a pirate now. <laughs> That's great. I'm very happy about that. Upon reaching the top deck, the rest of the crew is getting, uh, is already, you know, three steps into their morning tasks, and Master Scourge turns to the four of you. How late are we shirking our duties? That'll be three lashes each at bloody hour. How does that sound? We showed up to do our jobs, didn't we? We can make up the time. I don't think so. We run a tight ship here on the Wormwood, and tardiness is not accepted. That's a fair amount of lashings right there, but I must let you know, we found some lollygaggers below decks that we were just trying to rouse and bring aboard, but they seem to be shirking their duties even more. That's why we were late. Holy cackers, eh? Aye. Debian's ship. Still below deck sleeping off the booze from last night. Well, I'll go look into that. And they'll receive their lashes in turn. However, that doesn't excuse the five of you. What a jerk. And so, you think you'll be in for a bloody, bloody hour. Oh jeez. I don't know how they're gonna get any blood out of me. <laughs> <laughs> a marrow hour. A chalky <laughs> bloody hour. <laughs> At least the snails will have a good amount of calcium after that. Ugh. Gross. <laughs> snails Jeez. eat calcium powder. They need it. It's good for them. <laughs> you know what else is good for them? You guys rolling on your <laughs> tables to figure out what you're doing today. Alright, oh. I'm gonna roll. Yeah. I got a two. <gasps> And I'm the rat catcher! <laughs> Do I get a rat bat? A rat bat? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're the rat catcher uh, as a swab, so um, your job is catching rats and other vermin below decks, requiring a stealth or survival check to catch and kill enough rats, cockroaches, and beetles for a good day's work. So Scourge kind of looks at you. 
Well, without any skin, I'll bet that rib cage kind of resembles a regular cage. Let's see how many rats you can catch in it, then, Bone Song. <laughs> and believe it or not, for Bard, I'm kind of stealthy. That's good. So, she you want me to just roll stealth? Yep. Roll that. Well, uh, so, for your daily activity, are you... I want to talk to the other rat catcher. Okay. So, so you want to do that so it won't affect your roll, so go ahead and roll the stealth. 11 for 16. You succeed at your task for the day. Fantastic. Who's up next for their task? It's not called the swabs. All right, swabs. Swabs. I got really excited. Sorry. Uh, you again, Miss Kaya. She stares directly at him. Membranes swiping across her eyes. Oh. She is also a rat catcher with a two. Why don't you go help your bony friend there? You probably eat rats, so I'm doing you a favor. Don't get used to it, or you'll be back in the bilges before you know it. Sounds better than hanging out up here with you. <laughs> and she'll leave to follow Calypso. <laughs> <laughs> you better watch that big lady or you get another lash for insubordination. I know who Calypso's influencing today. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Kaya does have some information she would like to share with Calypso, but uh, for her actual activity during the day, uh, she wants to talk to Sandy and ask her to get to know Owlbear a little better. Okay. Well, let's see how you do on your rat catching task first. All right. Seems that uh, we won't be modifying this role at all. That is correct. And I am better at stealth, so that's what she's going to go with, sneaking up on these rats. Oh, a 10. Yeah, you perhaps are distracted during the day with all the information you have to share. Uh, and with multiple people you want to talk to, so you're unable to catch many rats. Oh, no. You actually do catch a few at first, uh, a few cockroaches and stuff, but you realize that, like, eating them does not provide proof <laughs> of, them, of them having been caught. <laughs> and so you're, like, back at square one. Oh. You catch a couple of bugs in your beak. And, uh, and then you realize, oh, shoot. Darn. Oh, man, we got to bring back proof? Yeah, you got to have the rat corpses. Oh, your... so I just have, like, a bunch of rats yeah, tied, have, to, my, have, you're tied rat to my ribs. ribs mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yes. all right. Probably first time in a while you felt full. <laughs> all right, let's, let's move on to the riggers. Yes, elite rigger team over here. Uh, Atlas is going to roll on this table here and see what he gets. Someone call it. Someone call us the Tip Top Crew members. I think a lot of people call us that. Actually, a lot of people say that. Mm, I'd call you high on the job. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is a one, which is rigging repair. Curious that rigging repair doesn't involve crafting at all. So I need to make an athletics check to climb up. Followed by a sailing lore, which I don't have, or an acrobatics check, which I'm bad at. <laughs> uh, would you like to work diligently for a bonus here? I would or? like to rag on whoever wrote this and not <laughs> put crafting in this, because that's stupid. Um, and then, yeah, I'm going to work diligently, because okay. that's what I need to do probably to succeed this. So you get a plus two to all your rolls today, but you don't get a daytime activity. The mast is made of wood if you have the jungle strider. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be nice, wouldn't it? All right, 21 to climb, no problem. And then it'll be acrobatics to do the function. Acrobatics? fuck does that have to do with repairing sail? You gotta hang upside down. But you're good him. at it. Yeah, I can catch them, but that has nothing to do with repairing them. Anyway, I critically succeeded. <laughs> Boom. I'm still going to be salty about this, but I did well. <laughs> Great pun. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was intentional, man. That's so, good. Yeah, Atlas is able to complete his task for the day. Grady. All 
Alright, let's see what task I roll up. Got a four on my d6. Rope work. <laughs> Looks like I'm handling the ropes, coiling them. Ah, oh, should have been uh should have been Atlas's job. He coils all the time. <laughs> yeah, but there's no crafting involved in coils, so he'd be very true. <laughs> yep, yeah, that's true. This is a sailing lore or an acrobatics check. I'm gonna roll sailing lore. Okay, are you doing what what's your activity for the day? Oh, good question. Yeah, looking around the ship, yeah, influencing people, you uh, working I would, diligently. I would love to influence one of my fellow rope workers. Okay. And ask so, them if they're pushing rope or not. Yeah, yeah <laughs> pulling rope. Shooting. Go ahead and, <laughs> <laughs> uh, go ahead and uh, make the check unadjusted then. 14. That's success. Awesome. So successful rope work by Grady. And finally, uh, first thing I need from. Brooks is a D percentile roll. Ooh, okay. Huh. This is a new mechanic. Ooh, 47. Okay. Let me see which way the uh, the author intended this one to go. Oh, boy. I hope this is a good thing. I'm feeling it's a 50-50 shot that the cook is too hungover to help. <laughs> but he's yeah. helpful to oh, us. Oh, no. Being hungover is not very helpful. I wouldn't say hungover is the uh, still the drunk. Maybe already drunk. Breakfast rum. That sounds about right. Well, when we were in Aruba, they gave us shots with our pancakes. Maybe that's what he did. God. Hey, it was. I'm, I'm sure it was great rum. That's just not what I'm thinking about when I'm taking down the pancake breakfast. <laughs> you enter the galley. Wit and fish guts is. Sauced. <laughs> my friend. <laughs> we are going to have quite the day today. <laughs> Would you like a bit of uh, alcohol to take the pain of living on this ship away? <laughs> Maybe I can offer you a condolence. You have only been here one day, and me, an eternity of wasted time. How, how can I say no to that? I mean, I need something to, to ease the pain of these these bruises here. And Why don't you go ahead and roll me on the ship's mate table? You enable her. Or the cook's mate table. And... Oh, it's, it's a bull session. So you get in there and you think, oh no, I'm going to have to work. And then you see in the kitchen, pots already on the stove, oh. stew already cooking, like Ambrose in the middle of the night set up for, for food for the day and then got wasted. <laughs> And so you have a drinking session with Ambrose in which you can take two ship actions. Okay. Well, this cook is a savant. Oh, will you eat my petite friend? <laughs> I have it all. The system, the chef's rules. The chef's rules are that you always get as drunk as you want, but you make the food first. <laughs> oh, if we're, if we're making food, I, I I love to get a little wine in my food, and I and I like to drink it too. <laughs> wine, the drink of my own country, one of my favorite drinks. Let me find a few bottles. <laughs> and Croup uh, goes off into uh, you know one of the cabinets in the galley and pulls out like he's just pulling out bottles of wine he's got like 12 stashed in there he pulls out six. Oh, perfect and as you guys now having succeeded or failed on your daytime activities your additional activities we will get to after you finish that bottle of wine because we'll see you <laughs> next week <laughs> oh man bye
Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Skull and Shackles is copyright 2012. Skull and Shackles and Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, and their respective logos, characters, and artwork are property of Paizo and used with permission. If you enjoy this show, consider listening to our other Pathfinder 2E show, The Bestow Curse Podcast, and supporting us on Patreon, where you can get exclusive access to our other actual play content.